0: Hey, Dan Talks listeners, welcome to another episode of Dan Talks. This week, I am talking to John Berkeley, who goes by JB. JB is an airline pilot, but he is also a 33 time Ironman triathlete. He will complete his 34th ever Ironman this Thursday, October 6th, in Hawaii. It will be his seventh Ironman World Championship in Hawaii. That's the big race that you have to qualify for to get in. And so after Thursday, he will have competed 34 in his lifetime, which includes 19 consecutive Ironmans here in Madison at Ironman, Wisconsin. So for those of you who don't know, an Ironman is a 2, I think it's 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike ride, and then a marathon, 26.2 miles. So with my Endurance Queen project, year five happening on Monday, my 26 year long annual art project where I run a marathon and then put high heels on and do a runway walk, I thought, who better to talk about endurance than JB? So without further ado, here is the enduring, the Ironman himself, JB. JB, are you in Seoul, South Korea
1: right now? I am, yeah. I was uh, racing to get to the hotel in time to talk to you uh, <laughs> I missed our appointment by a few minutes, but uh, a couple of delays along the way. So. No,
0: that's fine. Who knew there was a flight from, is it Cleveland or Cincinnati?
1: Cincinnati. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I fly for Cargo Airline, uh-huh. and uh, it's a pretty regular flight for us. Um, two, two big hubs here. So.
0: so you regularly go between Cincinnati and South Korea?
1: Right. F- about a 15-hour flight,
0: uh, yeah. Was the um, supply chain crazy for you, or did your job stay the same?
1: Well, I was a I was a, a pilot in Japan for the last thirteen years for a, a big passenger airline, and then uh, when COVID hit, international travel went to practically zero, and uh, international cargo just just boomed. So I came back to the states and I got a job with the with the cargo airline, and and so flying the back to Asia again, but now flying boxes instead of people. So wow.
0: Well, I want to talk about um, what made me sort of learn about you, which is that you, we just had the Ironman Wisconsin in Madison this past Sunday, um, Mm 9-11, and you have completed 30, now 32 Ironmans, including 19 consecutive Ironmans here in Madison. Uh,
1: 18, 18 consecutive in Wisconsin and 32 total, right? Why? (laughs) <laughs> why not um <laughs> i guess i guess it starts more with it like with a journey i guess um i had come from a running background where i had um run got to a point where i was running marathons uh uh often and um trying to get faster and and uh um see what I could accomplish and and I kind of hit a kind of hit a plateau I kind of got to a spot where I just all my finishing times were all within 15 30 seconds of each other and uh, I was um, I was open for a new challenge and I was in uh, I live in Madison and and the Ironman came to town in 2002 Um, and that's the first I had heard of it other than the um kind of the iconic wide world of sports um view of ironman being this crazy sport that they were doing in hawaii and and people were crawling across the finish line and and uh, um but it came to madison um and it was pretty pretty unique there were only a couple of places in the states that that had races and madison was one of them um I saw the race in two thousand and three, down on State Street, uh, and I saw. I came for the for the last portion of the race, of course, which is the run, and uh, the running in an Ironman isn't really like running a marathon. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's more like a a real slow parade. Uh, a lot of people are walking, a lot of people are shuffling, and there's a few runners, but 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 not not generally most people are are quite uh uh yeah they're they're quite uh beaten by that time in the in the day you know so i watched them run up and down state street and i i said i i could do that <laughs> you know I, that looked easy like i oh i could win this look at these people they can't run at all <laughs> and uh so i uh i signed up and and at that time this was this was such uh uh a unique race and, and limited slots or limited spots, um, that you had to sign up a year in advance. Um, and so I did, I signed up, uh, uh, right away. Um, I didn't have a bike. I didn't know how to swim. And I just spent the next year teaching myself how to swim, um, and, and just riding my bike with no, with no advice, just get on my bike and ride and ride and ride. And I uh, set out to do an Ironman. Um, I got in the pool, and I could swim 25 yards and stop and catch my breath. And and then I challenged myself to go 50 yards and 75 yards. And you know, eventually, I could I could uh, you know do some endurance swimming. Um, so the first year was just pure. Just every day was something new. Um, I had never, I had never done anything like this before. I'd never gone this long in training. And, you know, as a runner yourself that, you know, a long run is a couple hours, you know, a long training run and an Ironman training, you're training for a 12 hour day. So a lot of your workouts are just, you know, they're half a day long. (laughs) And, uh, so everything was new. It was, it was I'm going to go out and I'm going to swim two miles and I'm going to get my bike and ride, let's call it 70. (laughs) And then I'm going to put some tennis shoes on and go for a run. And wow, that was a new experience. Um, And so the first year was, was like that. And along the way, I, I met some people doing the same thing. Um, They were also training for their first marathon or their first Ironman. And they, they were kind of, just winging it as well. Um, there weren't a lot of, there weren't a lot of, uh, triathlon clubs or, or training groups at that time. It's a pretty new sport. And so you, you'd have to read about it on the internet and find out what other people were doing. And, and, um, uh, I, I connected with a small group of people and we started training together and we would just come up with crazy workouts and we would do them. And uh, um, so the, the the first year was all about let's finish this let's let's do this and, and let's let's get across the finish line, and uh, so that was the objective. And um, uh, I did. I my first my first year was great. I had i i had uh, just under a twelve hour day of, of racing. I got to finish the finish line with my daughters and my hand, and um, it was it was just magical. It was just fantastic. And it was such, a, such an incredible experience. Um, my friends and I all agreed that we were gonna sign up again next year. And at that time, again, you had to sign up the next day, you had to sign up for the race. And, and then you're committed, you're committed for the whole year. You know, you're planning the year and you're planning to train. And uh, uh, it, it started that way, and then that group of, of triathletes just grew and grew and, and grew over time until a group that started with, with five or six of us ended up being over 100 athletes in that triathlon club. And we all raced against each other. We all socialized. We all became great friends, and our families knew each other. And it, it just became a lifestyle. Um, and so, so we it went from completing the race to I think I can do better. To I think I can do better than that. To I'm going to race my friends and let's see who's let's see who can go fastest. And and uh, um, that's that's where it started initially. And then it's it's progressed even further from that now. What's
0: the deal with doubling up the years, the years that you do more than one?
1: Yeah, so what the, um, the, the pinnacle of the sport is held in Hawaii, yeah. the Ironman World Championships, and it's in Kona, Hawaii. Um, and it's, it's there because Hawaii was the, was the birth of, of the Ironman started with 12 athletes that were sitting around in uh, Honolulu and they were talking about what was harder, the rough water swim, uh, the Waikiki rough water swim or the bike ride around the island, which, would, which was coincidentally 112 miles or the Honolulu marathon. And, and these 12 decided the only way to, to really find out what's hardest is let's do all three of them and see who comes in first and so they they i'm sure i'm i'm sure i have my facts a little bit blurry here but a couple of weeks later they all got together on a day and and they all did that they all swam the 2.4 miles they they rode their bikes 112 and and stopped for hamburgers and things like that along the way and and then and then ran 26 miles and and um in honor of that the the end the world championships are held in Hawaii every year um and you have to qualify to 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 get there. Um, they they have a couple thousand um, slots that that uh, you can you can uh, race for, and so every race now has a certain number of slots allocated to it uh, to qualify for the world championships. And when I first started out, you know that was that wasn't on my radar. that wasn't that wasn't achievable. That wasn't something I could do. but but it, the longer I was in the sport, um, I got better and I got faster and and I set out a goal to to qualify for for Kona. And it took me five years uh, of racing and seven races before I qualified the first time. Um, and then the next year, that race um, is in October. Uh, the Ironman Wisconsin is in September. And so because they're so close, you don't qualify for the same year, you qualify for the following year. So um, I was on a streak at Wisconsin, which I love so much. So I, I keep doing Wisconsin. And then oftentimes I have Kona in uh, October, the, the, the month after it, so um this uh this race that i just i just raced in wisconsin uh, i got second place and i I got a kona slot and that's my my eighth time to to kona so so those years i I do a couple other and and other years uh, i'll do two or three you know during the year but my goals now generally tend revolve around getting back there to, to race at the world championships and and getting a slot to Kona is is very competitive and it's very, very tough to do. So uh, that's why I end up racing a lot, but it's generally trying to get a slot. So yeah.
0: How much of doing it this often do you think is your personality versus your physical like proclivity?
1: Um, I think. I think it's a lifestyle. I think Ironman becomes a lifestyle, and and you're always training. You you never let yourself get too far out of out of shape. You know you have to have an off season. You have to have some a little downtime in the in the in the fall, perhaps. And uh, but you can never let yourself go too much because you know what's coming. And and so if with that mindset, um, I think that that just kind of keeps you engaged all the time. And and you don't want to, you don't want to let it go too far. So, so you, if you have a race on the calendar and you know, as an athlete that having a race is the, is the motivation that, that most of us need, you know, we, we need to have this, oh yeah, that's, this is why I'm getting up early on a Saturday morning to get, get that long run in, you know, because, uh, I got this race coming up and, and, uh, I think that, I think that is, that's probably the best way to, to, uh, to describe that. But, uh, um, I, I wanted to be, and I, and I tend to, I intend to be a lifetime athlete where, where I intend to keep this lifestyle as long as possible. So, um, yeah,
0: are you competitive in other areas of your life?
1: I guess if you ask people, yeah, I, I they'd probably say so. Um, I think I'm pretty chill, but, but, uh, Yeah, you know, you're. (laughs) I'm definitely type A when it comes to a lot of things, and and uh, yeah, I I would say I'd say pretty competitive. (laughs) Do
0: do you think thirty two Ironmans qualifies as the opposite of chill?
1: No, I don't. No, I think it is chill. I think um, I just I just like to exercise with my friends and and. it's just stay stay healthy i don't i don't think it's uh, i don't think it's obsessive <laughs> said the obsessive <laughs> you
0: you say exercise with your friends but i imagine the majority of the time it's kind of spent alone
1: yeah that's pretty insightful that, that's 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 um, actually quite true um if you with my job for example i you know i'm traveling all the time so so i, I at least 90% of it's on my own um but anytime you can train with friends is great. It, it's it's so much easier to share the pain, share the share the work, and, and uh, get the motivation. And so when I am when I do have the availability to, to train with others, I always do. So.
0: During those ninety percent of the time, that ninety percent of the time when you're training with yourself, do you feel like it's deepened your relationship with yourself in some way?
1: Um, I, it I think it pays off. Um, when the race gets dark, and, and when when the when when you want to quit, when you when you want you know when you feel, and, and you're going to have these um, you're going to have these moments, and you will have them in every Ironman race where you want to quit, and and you feel like your race is just it's it's just not working today, and, and this is too hard, and and um, uh, you're just looking for a reason, and and I think, you know, training by yourself and, and going through these tough times, you know, by yourself and having having to be self motivating and and find a way to motivate yourself to to uh, stay out there another hour on the bike when it's cold and rainy and you just want to quit. Um, I think that's where it really it really solidifies that uh, that drive in you to. Get through the, the toughest times of the race and and, and any endurance athlete knows that they're going to they're going to hit those lows and, and they have to cope with it you got to find coping mechanisms to 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 do that so
0: do you remember the time you came the closest to quitting
1: i i want to quit every race yeah i do yeah and, and and this last week was the same i mean I, there were times when i when i did i I have I have a great support system that uh, you know of friends and 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 family that are that are cheering for me and I know that I don't want to let anybody else down you know besides myself um, and uh, I've never I have never DNF a race you know did not finish a race um, if it wasn't for a legitimate uh, injury um, I, I did have a, a a knee injury once where I. I, I, I walked off the half of a, the other half of a half man, but I went and had surgery and two days later, so, so, uh, um, no, I've, I've always finished the race. I, I, I think that's important. I think that, um, you know, as a dad, you want to be, you want to be, um, uh, you want to be setting a standard for your kids. You know, you want to be, you want to be something for them to look up to and and to mimic. And, and, and uh, I've had rough races where, where my daughters are on the side of the, of the course. And I told them that, that today's not, not going to be my day. You know, I'm not going to win today, but uh, I am going to finish. So um, I think, I think um, knowing you have, you have a responsibility there. Um, to motivate you know, people that, that you feel uh, you want to motivate. Um, I think that, uh, I think that at least that for me, that, that seems to push me when I don't want to, I don't want to go. So
0: would you say it's given you confidence?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You, I'd say when you get through the, the tough times um, you know, in one race, you can leverage that into another race where um, you think back, oh, you're in the you're in the middle of a rough, choppy swim. And you think back to the time when when you're at this race in Utah and the waves were four foot high and 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 all the boats were tipped over and the paddle boards were tipped over and and you still swam it, and you still got out of the water. You think, well, this is this is just a little light chop, you know, this is this is nothing. And I'll get through this. So yeah, it definitely it, it builds on itself so.
0: And does it translate to other areas of your life where you think, well, if I can do an Iron Man, I can handle this situation?
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, um, I think, I think it makes, I think it makes you resilient to everything in life. I think when you, not to get too philosophical, but I, but I think, you know, in modern society, we don't have a lot of we have a lot of threats to our like our personal safety and 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 you know we don't have to go out and club our food and drag it home and cook it you know um and so i think you know having these types of um hard challenges replaces that that primal urge almost that we need you know that we're it you know it gives us that adrenaline rush that we're able to accomplish something we're able to 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 overcome something really difficult and, and uh, um, you know, maybe, maybe we don't ever have those challenges and and thankfully, thankfully we don't, but um, I think this gives you the confidence knowing you could, you could, if you needed to, you, you are tough enough to get through this. Um, And, and you see, it's, it's not me, um, but when you go to the Ironman finish line and, and you come back, or, or you stay late into the night when when they're up against the 17hour cutoff and you see the the athletes that have been out there for 16 and a half hours and they're going just as hard as i'm going they're 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 not moving as fast but in their effort their perceived and perceived exertion is just as hard as mine but for a much longer time and and they're they're probably they're they're probably overcoming a lot more than i am you know, they they're maybe they're not the natural athlete. Maybe they're maybe they're not the um, you know they were never the ath- athletic kid in school, um, but they but they took on this challenge and they're going to do it. Or maybe they have a, a physical challenge or, or physical limit limit uh, limitation. Um, or maybe they lost two hundred pounds and now they're doing the Ironman. You know, it's it's incredibly motivating. Uh, to come to see that, to see what people can do and, and what they can accomplish. So, do you
0: feel like being an Ironman and completing the Ironman races is part of your life's
1: work? Um, yeah, I would say it's part of it. I would I would say that that uh, it it defines me in in some way. I hope it doesn't define all of me, um, but I would hope that it's. It's it's part of the way someone would describe me if they if they met me, um, that, uh, um, and but I I would rather it be something like this guy is this guy is uh, um, uh, capable of anything because of that. I wouldn't say I wouldn't want it to be oh this guy is just a fast triathlete. I'd rather say I think this guy could do anything because he's. He, he does hard things. Um, so
0: you want to get to 20 consecutive Madison Ironmans or Ironman Wisconsin's, right?
1: Yeah. How'd you know that? <laughs> I read the news article. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and why?
1: Uh, that's not that's not my end goal it isn't but since you since you suggested it um, yes of course I do um I don't intend I don't intend to stop at as at a specific number I don't have I don't have like an end point here because I don't think I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's the way we should approach this I don't think we should uh, I think we you know exercise is something we do um, because it keeps us alive and and it keeps us, you know, we, we exercise the parts of our life that we want to, we want to maintain and want to make better. And I want to be in a healthy body as long as I can. So it's, it's not like, okay, now I've hit, now I've hit 20. Now I'm going to go be a couch potato because that's, that's to everything that, that we're, that I believe in that I believe in you, you, you keep pushing yourself and then you'll be able to, you'll be able to have a, uh, you know, you'll be able to Enjoy the physical things in life. You know, you'll be able to, to to do things instead of having restrictions and limitations later in life. So, so yeah, not, I don't have a hard number there. I've got some. I got some ob- objectives that I'd like to accomplish, um, but um, I don't. I don't have a. I don't have an endpoint put it that way.
0: What uh, purpose do you think metrics serve?
1: Uh, it. Uh, I think other people make more out of it than I do. I think you know people, people have have latched onto the fact that I've done so many Ironman Men in a row or so many total. Um, but uh, again, I, I think I think maybe that's for other people. I don't think that's I don't think that's my objective. I, I know I don't have I don't have some magic number written on my wall, you know, in the workout room uh, that I'm that I'm going for but but other people seem to think it's interesting so i mean i wouldn't we wouldn't be having this discussion if i was on my second one would we
0: (laughs) well it's just interesting because so much of the training process and the iron man itself is about the the numbers
1: Yeah, true it is true yeah yeah and i'm a numbers guy i i i i I catch myself counting things. I mean, I count things all the time. I used to count the number of breaths it would take me to swim an Ironman, just so that I knew that if I was at, at twelve hundred breaths in the Ironman, well, you still got another another six hundred to go to get to the to, to to the end. You know, it was it was numbers like that 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 uh, um, yeah. If you're a numbers guy, that that is kind of something. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love how you're like i don't count i don't care about the number of years i'm so i'm not really into that i do however count each individual
1: <laughs> okay all right all right that, that did come off wrong. <laughs> no that's to get me through the day that's all yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: how do you think your life will be once you either by choice or by necessity don't uh, complete these races
1: Um, I think it'll be because (laughs) uh, something finally broke that I couldn't fix Um, and so I'll do something different you know Um, if I can't run I'll be riding a bike and if I can't ride a bike I'll be doing I'll be skiing I'll be doing something else Um, so yeah it'll it'll just be replaced with something else for sure.
0: So it doesn't sound like you'll be devastated.
1: No, I, I love this sport. I love doing, I love being competitive. Uh, I love to win. I love, I love racing. I, the, the race day is by far the best day. I, I just love it. There, there's, it's just, you know, all my people are out there and, and uh, uh I, yeah, I'm just on top. It's, I'm on top of the world on race day. I just love it. I, I, I never get nervous. I don't get, I don't get, uh, Uh, hyped up about it it's just I can't wait to show off all the hard work that we've been doing and uh, uh, let's just go have a good have a fun day you know so uh, yeah
0: is there an element of theater to it all
1: in what way what would you say
0: like an audience and
1: performing I don't know nobody looks good in spandex brother I mean, <laughs> you don't do it for the photos. Um, no, I I don't know about that. I I you know you. This is this is. I to me, this isn't about showmanship. This is about me feeling fantastic by doing all this training, um, and feeling like I can do anything I want, and I can and I feel healthy and I feel great and. Uh, like I always, always talk about, well, since Ironman, Wisconsin's in early September, kind of the peak of our training is in, in August. And, um, um, you know, you'll, you'll be doing crazy stuff. You'll just, you'll start out with a, with a couple mile miles swim and go ride a hundred miles with your friends and put on some shoes and, and somebody wants to go run 15 miles. You go do that. And then the next day you'll go do something crazy. And you just feel like Oh, I can do that. I can do that. I could do any, you know, whereas in uh, January, any one of those would just be be overwhelming. You couldn't you couldn't possibly do it. And so that feeling of being in great shape and in and, and extreme fitness, I mean, you can't beat it. It's just, you're just on top of the world. Like you can accomplish anything and anything comes up, you can handle it. And, and I love that feeling, so.
0: Any advice for someone who has something daunting that's in front
1: of them. The stories from from Iron Man are are just unlimited. You know the the, the struggles that people have overcome um, in in training for and accomplishing an Iron Man. Um, I mean, they're too numerous to 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 talk about um, or to to list and name. but People have overcome terminal illnesses. Um, they've overcome grief. they've overcome um, physical limitations, um, uh, mental health issues there there isn't i mean i don't I don't know if there is um, if there are many many um, issues that haven't been broached by by the Man community you know that somebody has somebody has experienced this or had experience in this and found a way uh, to overcome it and so I I don't think there are any limitations on it um, in the, the uh, you know the the inspiring stories of, of people doing amazing things um, just never ceases to amaze me it, it every year every year you you just get wowed by wow they can they can overcome that you know i can i guess i can overcome you know missing a missing a, a picnic with my with my friends you know to to spend a day training you know um, so it makes our lives and our struggles look pretty pretty small
0: well, um, I'm very impressed, uh, John, with your dedication and uh, sort of ethos around this project. I don't know if you think about it as a project, but I certainly, from the outside, see it as one. And um, best of luck in all your future races, and uh, thanks
1: so much for coming on. Well, thanks, Dan. I really appreciate it.